Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Advanced Masterclass series for the Experienced Spiritual Seeker. And I'm Mari, and we are in the last day of our series, for at least this portion of it. It looks like we'll be doing a part two starting in March. But um, today I'm really, really excited because I consider this to be a bonus session. Today is um, where we get to have what I, our, I call our Energetic State of the Union Address with Lee Carroll, who is the International Channel of Cryon and a very dear friend of mine. And every year Lee and I get together and we talk about all things around the world, <laughs> all things earth, all things energy, all things uh, galactic, what's going on politically, what's going on economically, and just various trends and things that, um, and insights that Cryon has had since our, you know, our last conversation, and, um, and I'm very, very excited about this call. We will be taking your questions. Um, you can put them in the webcast, you know, where you can type them in uh, or raise your hand, and we'll, we'll be getting to those a little bit later in the show. But um, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for all of your emails and all of your support and encouragement with this series. It has been absolutely one of the best projects I've worked on um, since having AHA Moments, and I'm really excited about this group. I'd like you to also, if you could do me a favor, and send me an email. Gina's going to kill me. <laughs> send me an email at support at com and let me know who you'd like to hear from again as potentially an encore speaker. If you'd like, if any of the speakers in this series really resonated with you that you would like to, you know, have like an open Q&A session with, please let me know. And then like the top five we'll, we'll bring back. We'll see if we can get them on the schedule for March. And, um, and have another round opportunity to, to chat, get some more information from them. So please, you know, send us an email. Let us know what you like and um, who you liked and who you'd like to see back again. And we'll, we'll see who the real popular folks are. It's a small series, though, and then we're really, really, I think everybody has really knocked it out of the park. So I just wanted to um, offer that to you and have you help me to develop the next, the next stage of this. So um, I'm going to say hello to Lee. I'm going to just bring you on, Lee, and let's get rolling. I know we have so much to talk about. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How hello, are you? Mari. <laughs> hello, Gina. <laughs> and everybody else who's there. Uh, it's great to be here. You know, uh, again, every time I come on here, the aha moments, uh, the first time I saw that, I, I read it as ha-ha moments. Oh, so, you know, I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> we laughed. I thought it was going to be a comedy funny. show, but uh, it oh. wasn't. Uh, we're all right. We're fine. I'm oh, glad to be so here. excited to have you here. <laughs> and, you know, I, I actually, the first time I saw you was in the 90s, somewhere in uh, Philadelphia at the airport, I think you were. <laughs> One of those sessions you did way back when. Oh, you mean I was doing a session? I was saying I live at the airport, Mari. 
Oh, is that what you did? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, well, you I were just, doing a whole. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just wander around airports. It makes me feel very good, much at home. You were just, you were just astounding. And I remember being in the room, and you had uh, a gal who was doing some uh, oming or chanting or something to get us into that state. You know, mm-hmm. into that state of receptivity for cryon to, to to come in. And he said, uh, you know, and, and it, was, it was like the whole room was just on fire, you know, just lit up, just electrical. You could just feel the energy filling the room. And I remember when he, you know, he said, um, I cry on the light, you know, what, however you open it. And I, it was like I was, you know, fairly, still pretty new in my, on my spiritual journey. I, I had started in 1987. So by, it was like 90, 90 I don't know remember. And I remember that feeling of the whole room feeling like a cocoon, you know, just like this. It was like this visceral, physical experience. And I'll, and I'll never forget that. And, then I, and that's when I knew that channeling was real. You know, it, it was, it, there, was, there was a shift. There was a huge chunk of energy that just came in. And I've always relied on you and... Uh, and, and I call you like those those really serious classic tramp channels <laughs> for that information yeah. that just has not been stated before. And I think for the advanced white worker, it's really important to show that distinction that there are some people who read everybody else's stuff and synthesize it and make it, you know, into bullet points and all that. And then there's the people who bring down that raw material that really give us access to that new, that genuinely new information, the stuff that just hasn't been said before. This is where it originates from. And I just want to start the call off to saying thank you because um, on behalf of the entire community and the global consciousness for having the courage and the, 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 the passion that you have and the stamina that you have to bring this to us and to open yourself up because I know, I know a lot of, you know, channels of, you know, like you personally, and I know it's not an easy world, you know, um, it certainly wasn't, a, you know, I think now we're getting much better, but I think it, in those times, really, you know, people were getting electrodes attached to their heads. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, people people still think that, um, <clears throat> you know, my head spins around, pea soup comes out, and all of those things right. in order to be a channel. They got it mixed up a little bit, perhaps, with uh, what you see on TV and the movies. But, you know, it's interesting what you said. Um, when you knew it was real, and Cryon has um, been with me now for 24 years, and so all of these things are not <clears throat> new, but they are. <clears throat> They're very new, and this is uh, this year is what we're looking at is uh, new information coming in all the time with a different energy. Um, I want to invite the listeners, if they don't already know, that um, my site is just filled and packed with free things, and you don't have to register, and no emails required, and the the page that is the most um, visited almost 20,000 hits a day with a special server to serve up these things or hundreds of hours of free channeling is crime.com slash free audio absolutely free we don't we don't ask you who you are we don't keep track of you with cookies or any of those other little electronic gizmos and one of the last channels that was just given um, uh, this this last week uh, is called is it real and this is this is crying oh. saying the you're not gonna. There's not gonna be proof from the stage. You're gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. You're gonna listen, and you're gonna know, or you're not. So there's a discernment engine that honestly is required. This is um, anybody who's looking at my site is at the Sarasota channels that I just got back from there. And so you're right, and, and it's very 
synchronistic that you would say that. There is not going to be overwhelming proof that this is real, and it's going to it's going to happen from the discernment engine inside us. And so that's what I tell people, and that's why um, our ad campaigns and everything else are based toward light workers. So we we don't have billboards. We're not magazines or any of these things. The people who uh, come, we want them to be people who are interested in themselves and the God within and and uh, really what's going on with the energy. We don't want to talk to the general public unless they're interested. So that's that, that's right. how I feel about it anyway. I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. And it was it's always a special community that comes together for these communions and, and with you and, and with Cryon. And, and I'm honored to have you here with all your insight and uh, we have a huge call. There's a lot, a lot of people on the line today, which yeah. I'm not surprised. You know, Cryon is also. I just want you to know, and I know you've heard me say this story before, but um, Cryon is actually the reason why I even do these shows. I um, back in 2011, right before you and I met at the, you know, when you were in New Jersey, I had had a dream, and it was kind of that waking sleeping state, and I had written down in my journal, please. Aha moments. Let me know how I can contribute to your greater expansion. And I also said, if I was not, what is the thing I'm most afraid of doing? That if I did it, would bring extraordinary, you know, success and and a change in the world. And I literally woke up and heard cryon, the word cryon, and then I heard eleven, 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 telesummit. Do it. Do this eleven, 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 telesummit. And you know. I said, well, it's February, talk to me in July. Well, in July, you showed up. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and we met, and I said, can you do this telesummit with me? And you said yes, and literally that was the thing that got me to even get into this work. So this is why it's even more special. And I'm just, you know, doing this preamble on, of this call because I, I just I want to pay reference and, and, you know, and just to show that, this is a really meaningful engagement, and 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 this is real. This is this is just so important for all of us as a community of leaders of leaders. Because these, like Leo was saying to you before we got on the air, here this audience is these are our leaders of leaders. These are the the healers and the massage therapists and the and the, the channels and the and the channels to be. And you know, well, let me the, then let me talk to your audience. I want if that's who's here, uh, because crying labels them right or wrong. And, it, and and I think it's very accurately as old souls, and this this means people who have been here over and over and over, human yes. beings who yes. who have awakened in the past through many many lives to their esoteric roots, and have been shamans and healers and all these things before, yes. and often have yes. paid the price. And yes. we are now looking at an energy where we've all been waiting for. This is the time we yes. have been waiting for, and I think that. And if I could, um, we were talking, I think, last year about the, the 2013 was not the year to do anything. In fact, oh, you're the, way, the way Cryon describes oh. it several times, he didn't say this, but I felt like we should all get in our rooms and be fed under the door. I mean, you shouldn't even open it, you know, <laughs> because because you open it and now there's interaction with the earth in 2013. And like, it yes. Was, yes. It, he called it the year of full moons. That's how, like every day would be a full moon yeah. energy. And that is what I experienced to the extent we even, right even before it even the, the year began, we canceled plans for our our, um, our flagship uh, seminar, in which we do in Sedona and Shasta every year. We, this first year we never had one. And Christ said, don't. He just said, it's not, it's not a good year to start things. It's not a good year to do, and do anything but survive spiritually because you are recalibrating. And recalibrating yes. is like rebooting. And, and nothing... Yes. 
feels right. And uh, and so my the old souls who listen, if you're a healer, if you're a reader, if you're just a studier and and somebody seeking, you realize this was this last year was not um, the best we've ever had, and it's, it was filled with a lot of. Uh, just real difficult challenges, and for me too, for um, and yeah. all most of my friends. There's been a couple who just who said, "Well, I'm great, and everything's fine." And the, <laughs> but that was, yeah. you know, and I look at them and go, oh, "Who are you exactly?" But it's yeah. not me. And most of my friends had very difficult times, and I'm, I lost two good friends, and I never thought that that would ever happen at this age and uh, for the, uh, the, their ages and all manner of things like that. So, 2014, just the opposite. And spirit doesn't look at the calendar. It does say, like, January 1st, hooray! It's mushing into it. We're finishing old business. You guys who are listening right now should start to feel something very positive. I, this, this program today is starting on a Mercury retrograde. And I don't yes, care. It is. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to matter. It, a Mercury retrograde means that we should just be careful and look around because a lot of people are affected by it. We're not if we're not you know, diving in, not paying attention. It's very real. But we have Mercury retrogrades all the time. But 2014 in general is going to be a better year, a much better year. Yeah. It's a year of planting seeds. It's a year of solving things, especially for old souls. And you haven't asked any questions, but I'm just going to launch into a couple of little things. Beautiful. That things are going to work better. And, and one of the things that, that Crying is leading me to tell those who are listening at the master class is this. You've tried a lot of things in the past and perhaps they did not work. Uh, we have a tendency as human beings, been there, done that, we just don't open doors that hurt us before. Um, the people have tried things, they've lost their savings and put up their credit cards and tried healing centers and all manner of stuff. It just didn't work. And then right. there's everything in between. And I want to tell you, Krein is saying, have the guts to take a look at it again. Because yes. this is the energy that yes. may very well build that thing and support you this time. The timing was just not right. So, oh. Mari, you did you did something on the Telen Summit where you stuck your neck out and did something when the timing was just right. That's when it should have been. And you felt it and you know it. It all clicked together. And that's what we're looking at here is a year where those kinds of things that occur to you intuitively, pay attention because yeah. you old souls are the ones who are going to be able to do this and Christ gives us real specific instructions, and if you want to get there, we will, about, you know, what may be different now. Yeah, before. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Well, he's starting to take the New Age apart. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, and saying, uh, you're, either, you're either serious about all this or you're not. Good and uh, we, I've been, I've been in the New Age uh, peripherally. Now, I say peripherally. Here I am, a leader, supposedly, in it. But I, I, I didn't get in it with both feet right away because of some of the things that I saw that I didn't like. And as I, you know, I can say now for 24 years that I'm, I'm here, and I still think still things that I don't like. And Crying is talking about those very things that bothered me. And that is, it's not a criticism. It is just that you're either, you're either with us and, and helping the planet or you're not. And he's saying there's a lot of New Age people who spin in their drama of what they're about, whether they're conspiracists or whether they've got this or that, and that's all they see. And and he asked the question so bluntly, and that is, how many friends have you got? <laughs> Are they, you know, when you go to parties, do they clump around you or do you never see them again when you say hello? 
and uh, and then that they come back and say, well, we don't go to parties, and he says that's because you've never been invited. And the point is, if you're a, if you are projecting the peace that you have inside you and everything old soul that you've learned as a healer and as a, a person who studied the masters, people will be following you because they just want to be around a peaceful person, you know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's so delightful to be around a person who is balanced. Would you agree with that? Oh, you know, yes. You, you, know, you know what I mean? You go <laughs> yes. to dinner with somebody, you meet somebody, they don't have an agenda, they're listening to you, they don't have anything they want to sell you or tell you about or anything else. It's just the two of you, and it's so nice to have a balanced person. And that is what we are being asked to do, is to balance ourselves and not spin in some kind of belief system where we push people away. And so it's start, we have to start rewriting how we act and what we do. Even this last Christmas, he said, you had trouble sometimes with the family, and some of you have vowed not to go back, and all of these things. And and what if you decide instead to show the family who you are by being extremely patient and extremely resilient and not reacting and not getting angry? I'm only talking to a few people, but the, the pe- people <laughs> who are listening, they know who you are. Yeah, and go hundred. back as balanced, and pretty soon the family will see, wow, I don't know what's happened to you, and you're into weird stuff, but I like it <laughs> because of you, not because of the things that you believe in or the conspiracy things that you you know are spinning with and all. And so he's really starting to say, if we're going to attack this problem of peace on earth and integrity and all of the things that we're starting to want, which is politics and economics and all this stuff, we're going to have to balance ourselves first. I mean, really balance ourselves so that people at work will see that we're different. And it comes from just the God within. It's, it can't be simpler than that. Uh, but it's, the, the hard part has always been the application of that. And so the people who are earning a living, especially in this thing we call esoterics or New Age, probably really tuned in to what I'm talking about because they're starting already to feel it. Uh, so yeah. that's one of the biggest changes uh, that the client is talking about. And he's actually had two or three channels on this very thing, listing item by item some of the things that New Agers do that push people away. And I don't know if we even really think about that, but um, we are um, kind of an esoteric strange lot. I mean, people called me Lunatic Fringe because I channeled yeah. Even if they didn't met me, never met me, I'm, I'm the guy who you walk the other way, you know, because so maybe, maybe we start changing how we label ourselves and this kind of thing. So that's one of the things I wanted to say. Well, it's, I think it's so important because I think it, I think that's one of the reasons why this particular series has been, you know, so well received is because there I, I really realize that it's really underserved community. You know, we have so many spiritual leaders out there who just feel like, okay, I have to get the corporate people to be willing to walk away from, you know, their day job and follow their passion. And so we're going to talk about, you know, angels and pixie dust and finding parking spaces without yep. knowing and yep. learning to tell the time without a watch and all those kinds of things. You know, like, kind of, and I call it beginner's luck. Everybody has a little success and then they say, I want this big change. And then all holy hell breaks loose and their life breaks down because they ask for a change. And then it's like, oh, my gosh. And I think that a lot of us, you know, I'm looking at the feed of questions coming in already. And, you know, some of the folks are saying, you know, I've been on this path for this long and I, and you know, why is it that everything I've done hasn't worked? And you started off answering that right away. We were before our time. I always say it's like 
Santa Claus as elves. We kept, we've been building toys for years and years, <laughs> waiting for Christmas Day. I think it's here this year, though. I really do. It, I feel it's like it's the beginning of it. And and I want to be real clear. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm realistic on these things. This is the beginning of an energy, and a ball starts to roll. We don't just jump in with both feet and say, hooray, it's here. We we open the door timidly and say, is it here? <laughs> and we'll find, and there'll be a breath of fresh air and say, come on out and enjoy it. It's beginning. Yeah. And so the weather starts to clear, you might say, and we start to see some of the things that we are, the projects, for instance, or some of the, the, the things that we want to push on are starting now to be received instead of, yes. um, and, and even from, from people you don't expect, um, so let's talk about one of the statements you just made, you know, the, the business executive that you'd like to leave everything and follow their passion. I want the business executives to stay there and balance. That's what, that's what Krein has yes. said. And, and the, yes. they will if they're surrounded by balanced people. One of the attributes that Krein said to look for is the, the beginning, ready for this, of, an, an, of intolerance of unbalance. And you're going to see it with the general public not liking to see, for instance, politicians uh, hating each other and calling themselves names and doing all the old... So they're they're going to go for the one who does not do hate um, messages. You're going you're right. to find people that are going to be elected, perhaps that might not even be worthy of being elected, only because they campaign gently. <laughs> you know, they got a yeah. secret. People don't yeah. want that anymore. They're starting to... You're going to start to see a change in human nature, Apart from anything we do, this is a softer energy that is beginning on the planet, and there's a reason, and the reason is nothing to do with Cryon or any channeler or anybody in this, in this little room that we're together here listening. It is, it's been prophesied for thousands of years, way before biblical prophecy, that this is the, the, the beginning of a new consciousness, and the indigenous of this planet have all got the same kind of prophecy. And I've studied this, and I've been, I've been teaching it. I've met with them all over the planet. Uh, there was a meeting in Chile, um, Rieses de la Tierra, which is roots, roots of the Earth, 3,000 people strong, indigenous from all the north and south, southern hemisphere, all celebrating one prophecy that they, that they find out they had. It's the same one the Mayans had. And that is the reason they even had to, to put up a new calendar in 2013, the end of the long count. It's the end of an old energy, of an old human nature, and the beginning, the actual beginning of a new construct of how humans are going to act and think and behave. So we pass this marker, the precession of the equinoxes. That's not cryon stuff. That is as old as you can get, and it's very, very well documented. So we have a whole lot of help looking at why we're celebrating a new energy. I'm feeling it. I'm starting to see it in the, just, it's only February. I've only done really, you know, maybe 10, 15 meetings so far, and it's uh, present. I can palatable, I feel these. It's not just yes. wishful thinking. People are starting to go, oh, boy, this is feeling better now, you know? Yes, yes. yes. So I there's a way. A lot. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, there's some, some of the tougher things that people have been, you know, thinking about, and one is, can you talk to us about Cryon's take on the whole idea of Fukushima and the radiation in the Pacific Ocean, the speculation that there's radiation and, and should never swim in the Pacific again and never eat fish again and, you know, all of those never again because but of that? that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. First of all, Cryon says, don't be shocked, but the, the ocean is a lot uh, is a lot stronger than you think. There's a lot of 
remediation that the ocean does all of the time that we don't even give it credit for. Um, you know, long before we were drilling for oil, there were oil spills of a magnitude that you can't even imagine. The oil took care, and the ocean took care of them because it, it comes from the bottom of the ocean. Um, it, there's no radioactive plants down there, but it, it has a way of of balancing itself over time. So the never again, um, I don't buy, and this this would not be. You're going to see it in a couple of years that uh, what what I'm talking about. So don't be alarmed. Um, however, at the same time, what did it show us? Well, I mean, what really? What is the message here? And why did why do you why is this happening? And the answer is something Kryan has been saying for over two decades: nuclear power is not as safe as you think. It just isn't, and it's the most expensive yes. steam engine uh, you can buy. That's all it is. And so the the, the admonishment, and the, he said this recently, he's starting to call things as they are. The amount of money that you would spend for one or two nuclear reactors, if you could fund the research for geothermal energy, you could have, it, the, the heat is underneath your feet. All you have to do is get the technology to drill that far down and create another kind of steam engine, one that is not dangerous. So that's, are you still there? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I am very yes. much here. <laughs> because, no, because I had a little, I had a little sound like, man, I was wondering. That's probably just the government listening. So, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> so, this has always been, and I didn't mean to get on another roll here, but Krynas said the message should be clear about the the whole thing is that as safe as we think they are, they're not. And so, all it took a tsunami, and we had the the worst of the worst. We had a meltdown, even no matter what they said. Right. And right. so here it is, and it's spilling into the ocean, um, and, and that's you're not going to want to. I mean, it's going to affect the fish and everything else for a while. Um, so, to answer your question, number one, I think the, the ocean will take care of it, um, and it's a it's a signal to us, uh, and that is please, please um, look at alternate ways of creating energy, and they will be just as good. And look to the the, the if you want to create a big steam engine, do it with geothermal. They have they have um, solutions they can put down that boil far easier than water do. I mean, there's, a, there's this is high tech stuff, and the, and there's right below our feet. I mean, not that far down is uh, all the heat we'd ever need forever, ever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, do you feel like um, you know? There's so many, and I, I'm just asking this because I know the question's coming in. There's so many people concerned. Oh, I'm going to get thyroid cancer breathe the air in California, I'm like, do you think that the radiation stopped at, you know, I mean, like, where, where you know, some waves and, you know. You so guys can do whatever you want to. I'm going to travel the world, and I'm going to breathe the air and swim in the ocean, and I'm going to be, the whole time, I'm not foolish. I know what I'm doing, and I'm not afraid of it. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, so the next question, um, one of the other big things is about food and Water supplies. Does Cryon have any um, any take on things like the GMOs and um, the various, you know, our water? You know, there's a lot of people talking about contaminated water supplies and and fear. You know, there's just a tremendous amount of fear about basic resources. Any, yeah, I, I don't. On that? No, Cryon not, doesn't talk about what he calls our karma. If you want to take science. And you know, screw with the the food supply. That's our karma, and we'll we'll learn from it. Um, oh. And and so you will have people very very wisely who are concerned. Um, it's not a conspiracy; it is actually truth, and it is happening now. What hap What's going to happen, and you're going to see, 
is that the public is going to be very informed about this. Same thing that happened with HARP, by the way, if you remember that. That was, mm -hmm. oh, it has to be a decade ago now, when they were going to use giant scalar waves in order to alter the atmosphere for the plant in Alaska. And pretty much we stopped that, and I mean we, I mean the humanity, um, just from happening, because it was the same kind of a thing. We were about to embark on something that would change the Earth forever, and that we stopped that. I have faith that these things are going to be dealt with slowly, but they will be dealt with, unlike some of the things in the past decade which just sat there and churned and nobody cared. I think people are going to care. Um, for, yes. for the water supply, this is, this is very interesting that you would mention this, because Krynas has talked about us, about new inventions that are coming. Mm -hmm. New inventions, we don't have anything out of 3D at the moment. We really don't. Everything we do is based upon three-dimensional physics. Klein says, in the next decade or so, we're going to have quantum inventions. These quantum inventions are going to allow us to change physics. When you change the attributes of anything, you can even void radioactivity in anything. You're changing the actual physics of it. Designed attributes of mass, he's talking about. We are just, if you want to see this at its at its very infancy, why don't you go on and, and, uh, and Google uh, quantum levi levitation. I think that's it. From a, from a lab in Tel Aviv, they have discovered how to alter the physics of certain objects and entangle them together. As, and having its quantum levitation where they're actually entangled together in a way that nobody's ever seen before. It's like when we were promised floating cars. I mean, this is, this is actually changing the, the attributes of gravity. And so this is just a little, a little thing to say, take a look. So we're going to get some quantum inventions. But in the process of that, Krian says, you're going to start learning how to create fresh water. In, you're going to be able to create so much of it, either both from the sea and from the atmosphere, you can have fresh water stations. No longer will you be pushed, uh, put on a grid that in the, in the new cities on the earth, they will have like water stations for every neighborhood that will like little tiny plants. He says this is also where it's going to go for electricity. When you have wow. the ability to have small geothermal plants or other ways of creating electricity which are coming through quantum invention, you will not have the grid. Not, there will be no grid to fail. You will all have your own, and you'll have it neighborhood-wide. This is just something that Crime has started to talk about. It's going to change environment forever. It's going to change the way we grow food, how much we can grow, how well we can grow it, how pure we can make it, even changing the molecular processes of it after the fact when it's when it's sitting in the can these this is this is what's coming quantum inventions nobody knows it's coming or thinking about the fact that it's coming so you base all your fears on the old stuff that's 3d so mm. this is also what i see coming and i know just enough of the things i cannot talk about that are just in the process of being patented because i go places and see a lot of things that i'll tell you there are things that you won't believe medically that are coming up and it has nothing to do with allopathic, everything to do with what we believe and more. Quantum inventions that may even be able to trigger spontaneous remission and grow back limbs. These things are in the works and now we're starting to see them really start to blossom and I mean by that they're being funded. There's places where we're starting to be able to do them, uh, where we won't be uh, constrained by, um, how shall we say it, companies that don't want us to. <laughs> right. Um, 
Beautiful. And, and so there's just a whole lot of things in the work. So we, we have to be temper the fear that you have about the things that, that are based on old principles, old principles of um, everything that you've, you've learned. Uh, if we cling to the fear, it's not going to get a whole lot better. If you're, if you're going to say, I am concerned about it and looking for the things that are going to be remedial and change them, we're going to have a lot better chance. Wow. You know, I love that idea. I was just talking to my friend about the various inventions, the different things that were coming out, and um, I think that is, that's just so powerful. And I think right now it's like almost like the ideas were there, but now the energy is there for them to actually come through. Do you think that these are downloaded from galactic civilizations to us? No, I think they are really – I'll give you the channeling. They are delivered real time. And here's what I mean. We have the idea as humanity, and we are biased to believe that all inventions come from long-term civilization involvement, and we get smarter and we think of more things. That really doesn't hold together um, when you start thinking about what we've discovered in the last 100, 150 years, because right. you, for instance, you got flight. You got 100 what? 105 years ago, something like two two bicycle bicycle makers on the east coast flew an airplane for the first time. And I'm looking at this, and it's interesting. They only beat the French by a week or two. Uh, everybody was working on it at the same time. And you go back a thousand years, and you're looking at the at the Chinese flying kites. Um, they they knew the dynamics. Do you think we were the only 150 years ago or so the first civilization ever looked at the sky and see a bird and say, "Yeah, I wish I could do that." You know. Yes. <laughs> and that's the way people did. You know, they look at the fact that civilization as we know it had no flight until just. 100 years ago or so, and that's just fine. We were all just stupid until then, and then we figured it out, and two bicycle makers did it. And then it just doesn't hold together. Uh, the same, uh, it obviously was delivered to us to have everybody working on it at the same time, and that Wright Brothers almost didn't get it, and somebody else did. We had the same thing with radio, with Marconi actually may not have been the one who discovered it. Somebody else did it, didn't get the patent in in time, or whatever that story is, and he, you know, he got the credit. But that was happening all at the same time. You take a look at inventions on the planet that have changed this structure of reality for us, and they were like plopped on us all at once, and everybody's working on it together, instead of this long evolutionary thing that we have seen or expect with everything else. So I believe it's being delivered in real time. I asked Kryon some real basic questions. I said, about the, about the inventions we're going to get, why didn't we get them before? Do you think it's a good question? It's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. And he said, because with a new human consciousness in the next decade or two, you'll be a whole lot less, um, this is really gives me chills, eh? <sighs> less likely to weaponize them. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what we have right now. I want everybody to just look or stop for a minute and, and not think about what you see on the news, but think out of the box for a moment. And what are you looking at when you look around the earth? We have to, the troubles we have around the earth are mostly, mostly at the moment, civilizations of countries objecting to leadership. I mean, that's what it is. Right. Nobody is attacking anybody else. It's happened within. That's what Klein said is going to happen, is that we have populations that are want, want more integrity in everything. And it's starting to show, even in some of the countries we never thought it would. They're taking their own leadership to task. But, right. but the, big, the big thing I want everybody to notice all of the, the enemies in Europe, uh, 
let, how do I put this? Uh, when I was studying European history as a kid, I didn't want to. In fact, I had a very bad grade. There was just too much of it. There yeah. was too many conquerors, too many years, too many countries, and they seemed to do it over and over and over and over. It was just a big scramble. I loved American history. We only had 200 years, and it was pretty easy. So, but the Europeans, they, but take a look at, listen, listen to these countries. England, France, Portugal, Spain, Germany, Italy. What do they have in common? And that is they each took turns warring with each other and conquering one another at one time in history. Not just once, but over right. and over and over. <laughs> now, for 50 years, what has happened? Instead, they now have the same currency. They drop their borders. You get into the EU one time, and you can go anywhere in Europe you want to. There's no more border crossings. I've been there so many times now. You just fly by them, just in your car. You know, you know there's, uh, there's the free trade open. This is an example of what Kryan says is a new concept in human nature, putting things together instead of separating them. Now, the EU, it may survive, it may not, but what a grand experiment, and look what they've done. And for 50 years, we have not had... Any of them attack each other, and, right. and I'm not being facetious. I mean, this is or or us. I mean, this is this is the way it is working. Um, Kryan said, "If you okay, I'm I'm not political. Kryan is not political, but he said a number of things that make so much sense, and we're so afraid of it as Americans." He said, "Do you aren't you aren't you tired of all of this healthcare stuff because we can't afford it and all of the stuff and." You should be able to take care of yourselves, and if you would, if you would reduce your defense spending by about half, there would be no problem. Because you know you are, look where look where the money is going. Are you shocked yeah. and surprised? You cannot take take care of each other. So it's time to reevaluate. What do we need in a world that is starting to come together and think more peacefully? Uh, the Middle East is going. There's going to be some surprises. Grind says right now. What, and there was a prediction by Klein over a decade ago. Says when well, everybody can talk to everybody, there can be no more secrets. And what is that? Do you think? Internet. That's the internet. Now we have it. And Facebook is my favorite because here you go on Facebook, and you only like things you don't dislike. There's no thumbs down, if you've noticed. Right. And so you're just you're just looking at people who want to socialize in a way that nobody that most. Most grown-ups don't like. They don't understand that a, the kid who is holding a phone may be talking to 25 other kids, you know, and they may all be socialized the way we never did. Well, all we see is them holding their phone and texting. We don't we don't understand just how big Facebook is. I got a Facebook page, and it's up to I think 27,000 friends. When I oh, say wow. hello, 27,000 people know it. Well, I mean, think about that. This is a this is a, a revolution. And what is going on between, for instance, Iran, uh, um, the Israelis, and Palestine, is that there are literally millions of these messages going back and forth all the time between these young people saying, we don't want war, we're not going to support it, we're, you know. And you come to see that it's a, a separation between an old energy government who are just doing the same thing they always did and the populations who are going, I don't think so. So there's mm-hmm. going to be some surprises there because they just they just may not go along with it. So, right. and you know, if you take a look at human nature in general, uh, how do you feel about the Japanese and the Germans? And now, let me ask you this: How did your grandparents feel about them? Oh we boy, put, we put that away. <laughs> you know, yeah. we got through two generations, and now they make our products, and we're, they're our best friends. 
And yet there's thousands of years in the Middle East where they never put it away. So I want to show you it is possible, but they just haven't done it. And so the key will be the young people there. Yes, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Do you think that when you when we're talking, I know that you um, had you spoke about indigo children and things. Is there another generation? It feels like there's a, a, a like a, a beyond the indigo kind of kid yeah. coming in now. It's the indigos are now the parents. That's what you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're having are, children. Ridiculously magical. <laughs> yeah, they're having children that are challenging them, and they're having now to look at a new, uh, 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 you know, what do I say, an evolved indigo. Uh, it's funny you should mention that because I have a friend in uh, New York who has, um, he has, uh, I think one or two, I won't name the, I won't say the name, but it starts with an M. Um, hamburger places. <laughs> and he says, you should see the turnover of the kids who want jobs but can't hold them because they will not um, adhere to protocol. You tell them you've got to flip it this way and go here and do this and press this button, and they're they're looking at you cross-eyed because they see a better way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so they're not keeping their jobs because they simply will not do what the book says. This is an right. attribute of what we're starting to see, and out of this will come a better way, because the the kids will grow up and have their own and figure it out. It's slow. It's generational. You know, you've got one generation yeah. who begets another generation, and they do. So we're starting to see what I would call an evolvement of human uh, thinking, which is um, basically what people don't want to destroy each other anymore. They want to find ways of getting together and having better stuff, hospitals right. and you know, <laughs> right. and healthcare and all that. What a, like they they say there's an epidemic of ADD and ADHD and autism, and I always feel like it's really intuitive sensitivity on a lot of levels. Do you think has Cryon had said anything about? He said a lot about, about it, that? and he said you know you can't have a, an epidemic of something that's not catchy. What is it? If you know if everybody is. <laughs> Well, ask pediatricians if you've got the majority or even a, a large segment of children having the same kinds of issues. Um, is it all environmental? Uh, when you go to Europe, are they having the same problems? Yes. If you go to Asia, are they having the same problems? Yes. In fact, did you know that in Japan, I think I may have told you this before, that the largest uh, suicide rate in teenagers is in Japan. And so wow. this is this is a, a culture of, of harmony. They're very they're very good at this and very proud of it. I just love the Japanese because you can you can go almost anywhere and somebody will help you. They're very they're a harmonious society. They have to be because so many of them all in in a small space. But the kids who who then don't want you know don't want that system and will back out of it um, are ostracized to the point that they just give up. So there's there's a whole lot going on here where we're starting to think out of the box. But yes, you're starting to see the, um, the ADD and the ADHD, and to some degree the autistics, are the next, we say, they're not mutants, they are the, the next uh, consciousness that we're starting to see. Yes. And they have to be treated differently, completely differently, yes. than we were. Yes. Yeah. And honored and not ostracized and not put, you uh, know, like, that I, is just, I'm so tired of the standard. Yeah. yeah that they're mapping to, they're mapping backwards. They're mapping back to the old normalcy instead of adapting to yes. the new normal. But you, Mari, it's a, when you're a parent, it's really tough. Um, I have a, 
I have an ADD grandchild who would just, just love, and I just watch him process things so differently. And luckily, his parents are exactly as you said, and that is to say they, they work with him, they congratulate him, they don't make him wrong, they listen to him, right. and they're the best friends of the child. So he knows he's got support instead of just going off the wall. Right. So uh, it, that's what you've got to do, and it's just so hard. Uh, it's, as, a, as a parent, especially in our country where both parents are usually working, this is an added burden. I know it's your kids, but it's, it's just a really tough thing to know how to do it um, and do it correctly. But if you can become their friend and sit down and say, look, uh, we know you're smart, <laughs> and right. we, know, we know that you process things different, so let's, let's figure out what works. And when you right. go to school, play their game. Just play the game. Do what you're told and everything else. We'll come home and, and we'll have some, you know, we'll go to a movie or we'll have some rewards for good grades or, whatever, you know, all of these things right. that, where they know they've, yeah. got, they've got parents who really understand something's going on, you know, and they're not right. just bad kids. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I, I wanted to know, and I see questions coming in too, so I'll start to get, I'm, I'm, I'm going through them and I'm asking the threads of the questions, but um, can we talk about galactic civilizations a little bit, just because I know that this comes up often. How how uh, close are we to seeing, I know we're seeing a lot of evidence, it seems like more so now than ever. I have a friend who's like UFO crazy. And she's constantly calling me, talking to me about this UFO and that UFO and that sighting and this abduction. And a, wh- where are we at with this? Are you feel, are, is Cryon talking about any kind of communion with galactic civilizations? That's good existence? for another hour. I spend about two hours on it sometimes in, in class. Um, <laughs> I never wanted to talk about ETs, and so there's, there I is, uh, but I now do. There has to be a um, demarcation line about what we're going to study about because there's the um, conspiracists, and then there is the the ones who study this and that and this and that. So let's let's forget the the fearful part for a moment and look at what Crying has said. Right. Okay. We, um, according to um, even the things that Greg Braden has said, and some of the things the scientists are looking at now, right now, uh, Crying says our creation story is about two hundred thousand years ago with the Pleiadians, and that they came. And from an ascended planet, that is to say, they came without ships. They come with a, a complete knowledge of who we are from an ascended planet, and they gave us their DNA so that we would have the same test. If the creation story is the same in the Bible. You've got sentient human beings looking just like us who got mm-hmm. delivered somehow the uh, knowledge of dark and light and then had the test to do what to do with it. That's, that's what's in the Bible, except in the Bible it was a talking snake and we have the Pleiadians. So, I mean, you know, if you take a look at who had what, it's all over the earth. My... If you want, I'm doing something in Santa Fe in March, I think it's March 2nd, which is being streamed. And part oh, of it cool. is, the, is my uh, creation story. It's last year's program, which I'm uh, giving for the last time. And it's my search for the creation story. When Crying told me about this, I, I just really looked cross-eyed and I said, you, we've got to have some proof. I went around the world, including Ayers Rock and, and, and uh, in Australia, talking to the Aborigines and talking to the Maori in New Zealand and, uh, again, going back to North America and talking to some of those. And it's the story of how I validated this because it's everywhere. It's everywhere with the indigenous. And so here we have a story, and now it starts to be backed up with science experientially, not with proof. They haven't shown up and said, hi, how are you? But you have something. We have um, uh, chromosomes, I think, two and three are fused. I, I think I got that right. I'm doing this by memory giving us 23 instead of the standard 24 that other mammals have. There's a missing link, and scientists are starting to look at us and saying, we didn't come from here. 
that that it's just we just did not evolve from here and this is what crime has said so if this is true it's part of a system it was done benevolently i should say i would like to have everybody write that down about a hundred times so that nobody's afraid that they're going to come in uh, that they were like uh, fattening us up so they can eat us uh, <laughs> uh, you know i mean i've had I've been accused of yeah. being a Lizzie. They're not, you know, they're in here in disguise. Or there's uh, always an ulterior motive, isn't there? And I want to always say, welcome to human nature. That's not their nature. That's your nature. If you're thinking that, you you are applying your fears to them. They are more than benevolent. They're an ascended race. They are our spiritual parents, and they're still here. And they're still feeding us information. There's time capsules we're opening. If you're familiar with the crime work, I just we just helped open one in Lake Titicaca last year with a group of people. It was one of the most profound experiences of my life. I've been to where they supposedly are in the Elki Valley of South America and these places that maybe you've never heard of. And then Crian starts to talk about the galactic system of seeding, spiritual seeding. We get we're a, a, we have free choice. We had, according to Crian, five attempts to get it right. Four of them, we actually destroyed one another. We're starting to find past civilizations that are us, that are in our history books. I mean, it seems on TV. I forgot what some of these uh, programs are now called, but they're doing the real wonderful studies about things that have happened that are not in our history book, way before Columbus, things happening even on, on our continent, indicating that crime could be right. Greg Braden talks about this. The indigenous have plotted it out. And this is the last, this is the fifth time, this is our last time around, and Crian says, we are, we are now past that marker, the precession of the equinoxes, and are moving forward. Not all planets did, but we all, each, there's only one planet in the galaxy that's seeded at a time that has this choice. I don't know why that system is that, in that place, but it's a beautiful system, Crian says, when you, by free choice, make the decision to find the God within, you actually increase the vibration of the entire galaxy. Then he says, the galaxy is like 4 billion to 13 billion years old, I forget the number, but we're, you know, when you take a look at our Earth, about 4 billion, and we've only been here like a little snapshot of that. We're the new kids on the block. And there are very, very old civilizations. And yes, they travel. And yes, they've been here. Um, And there are some bad guys, too, that abduct. And by the way, I just want to say, no matter what you think, and if you're into ETs, doesn't it seem odd that with all their high tech and everything else, they have never landed on the White House lawn and said hello? They're afraid of us. I mean, come on. You're just not going to, you know, just stay away from them. And by the way, you've got power over them because they're looking for, we've got a Merkaba that they can see because they can see quantum things. That's how they travel. This Merkaba is um, our DNA field. In Hebrew, it means uh, chariot um, to to ride, I think that's what the Hebrew word means. And when they see that, that's why they abduct us, because they want to know what the power is. There's incredible power there. Oh, and man. so, uh, and we, we, what do we do? We get afraid and allow it. If, if you want to make them go away, and if they're going to you know, pop in, just say, just look at them and say, you don't have, a, you don't have permission. And they're going to back away, because you've got more power than you know. You can vaporize them looking at them. They know it. But let's get back to the real stuff, because you ask about this. The Pleiadians, buy, buy it or not. But I did, uh, I, and hesitantly, after my research, who seated them? And who seated the ones before them? And who seated them? And what is there a lineage of what we would call spiritual grandparents and great-grandparents? And if there is, they will be in our DNA. And Crian says, 
he drops some names. The ones who have been contacting us for a long time and are sitting there as helpers, those from Orion, the, the Octurians, the Syrians, they are the grandparents and great-grandparents of the Pleiadians. They've been here a wow. long time with only love messages. Many people are channeling them. It starts to explain a whole lot of things. Spirit says, look for channelers who give you the kind of news that has integrity and good news and not fearful things and never doom. And so that that's what I'm going to say Beautiful. about the subject. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just a little bit, and we love it. Good. <laughs> so we, <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing. I, you know, I'm getting a lot of um, gratitude for you. Uh, one of the, the, the themes that's coming in is thank you so much for the relief, especially about Fukushima and the, yes. you know, the, the ocean people are just immobilized with fear, just gripped yes. with fear in there. And this has really um, been supportive of, of relieving that. So I'm getting a, a lot of emails, so I just wanted to, uh, a lot of comments on that. So I just wanted to bring that up. I think that, in, and we all ought to be circumspect to whatever the scientists find and if there's some hot pockets of radiation or something where they're catching fish, then we'll, they'll know it and they'll flag it. So we have to be introspective, but it's going to slowly redeem itself. Okay, excellent, excellent. So one of the other questions that's coming in and has come in a few times, so I'm just going to ask this one, is about chemtrails. Yeah. And, you know, can you talk a little bit about Cryon's uh, take on chemtrails? And are they Chem- there? And- yeah, chemtrails are real. Um, they're not necessarily what you think. Anytime you have some kind of a seed event, uh, people are going to take it to the max and make it as horrible as it can be. Right. Um, and so there are attempts by the government to seed certain things and create certain things, even including weather control. Um, uh, the ones who say that, that they know that they're out to get us in their mind and the Lizzie's are going to capture us with chemtrails and all this, <laughs> I will walk the other way because here's, here's what I want to point out. Um, I've been hearing this as long as I've been channeling crime. That's 24 years. Mm-hmm. In order for a conspiracy to exist of this magnitude that I'm hearing about, uh, here's we get into the practical stuff, and nobody wants to talk about this. There has to be involved many aircraft. Somebody's got to be mixing the chemicals. Somebody's got to be flying the patterns. There's got to be all kinds of flight um, control guys who know everything about it. There's going to be a 1,000 or more people who have had to know about this for, oh, maybe more 25, maybe even 30 years. And they, you know, we've had a couple who have come forward and talked about it, whether that was right or wrong. But what, don't you think that the secret would be out by now and people would be talking about it more to the degree than they are now? There, nobody can keep secrets. I mean, look at WikiLeaks. There's no, and, and you're not seeing the, the kind of, um, what you will say, uh, exposure that the conspiracy would warrant if the kinds of things were true that people are saying about why there are chemtrails or what they're doing. I know there are. Um, I've talked to people who, who know there are. I just say that. And they're a lot more timid than the plans you think, and they're not about mind control. However, mm-hmm. some of them are dangerous because what they're doing is to try to control certain things, and in the process, the chemicals that they're putting out are probably not very good for us. That's why they're secret, you see. So it's not about enslaving us and taking everything and making us think different as much as um, probably some some things that uh, about weather. Wow. Well, I tell you, this is um, is so profound. I always have to just, I'm sitting here, I have all my crystals around me, and I'm like petting this orange calcite, (laughs) and I'm just feeling like this energy. Oh, my goodness, this is so amazing. Um, 
So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the animal kingdom and the and the mineral kingdom. As far as it does, does it feel to you like the animals are evolving, like energetically and their capacity to communicate? Doesn't it feel like more so than ever there? There's a sense of a sentience that's that's really evolving with the animal kingdom. Either that, or we are more aware. And so I I would say both. Um, our awareness is a big issue, and don't don't discount that for a minute because yes, yes. Crime yes. has talked about the fact that I think Crime Book One talked about a change of guides and all manner of things, and now he's talking about the fact that our guides are, are never changed; they're part of us. But people uh, lose them, and then they come back after the dark night of the soul or whatever it is, and, and uh, you know, and looking at rebooting and coming back with more awareness, and they look at their guides and they say, wow, I love these new guides. And they're just the same guys, but you're seeing them better because you are now more aware. And so we have a lot of those kinds of things starting to happen. You look into an animal's eyes, and if you are starting to improve your intuition and the other kinds of things, uh, around you, could, do you understand that you might be able to be tuning into them better, and that's always been there? Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. So what do you say? You say, well, it's it, you know the animals have changed. Well, they haven't. Right. So, no, no, no. <laughs> Your capacity to receive them has changed. That's what. That's what and happening. but in all fairness, um, in a time of an evolvement of uh, of all things uh, living. I would imagine that, uh, that there was there is some of that too. Not all of them. The ones specifically Karin talks about, who have been part of our um, evolvement and love us, and that would be basically pets. But that can be anything from a hamster to a horse or an elephant. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just um, I've been seeing so many examples of animals being able to communicate almost contextually, not yes. just you know for a treat. I know my Siamese. He's, he's unbelievably has syllables. It's, un, it, it's. I know. I know. He. You know. He's well, communicating. Can, can I so, broach some? Can I broach something about evolution that you didn't ask? Do we have time? What do we have? Absolutely. No. No. We've got <laughs> as long as you need. We, we usually okay. go ninety minutes on these calls, so it's, it's as long as your schedule goes. Let me let me talk to you about the. Um, Brian says that our DNA is is really the blueprint of our of everything of our spirituality of our akash and also of course, um, in the, uh, the genes of the body. So it, 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 it serves many, many purposes. Up to last year, it was only seen as uh, chemical codes, and the stem cells are all in there. But the, the fact that, that only 3.5% of DNA actually did anything um, from, the, from the standpoint of the, of the scientists, and it was, only, it was last year, the year before, I forgot, I think it was September 2011 or 2012, that they finally discovered what the DNA was, and it's, it's information. It's just what Crime said it was in, in Crime Book uh, 12, um, called the 12 layers of DNA. It's data. Right. And so Crime says, here's what you should know. Your DNA is only working at about 33%, and wow. it's designed to be 100, or, or at least come close to it. And if you want to see 100, take a look at the masters, and you can see what they did. They actually were able to change physics and these mm-hmm. kinds of things. And he said, in, w- that's going to start changing. And what to look for, and now here he's going to, because people roll their eyes every time we say that, says, yeah, sure. Here are some things to think about that's right in front of you, and then some things to watch for. Mm-hmm. The first thing is this. Krina said that, you know, when you take um, a beast in the field, like a buffalo, uh, yes. it drops a calf. The calf is up and running with a herd in hours. 
It knows intuitively who its enemies are, what they smell like. It knows what a poison berry smells like. It won't touch poison water. This is all the calf in, in a matter of days. It right. knows all of this. But a human baby comes out useless, <laughs> totally useless. <laughs> <clears throat> they have no idea. They don't even know how to eat. They don't know how to walk. They don't have to do anything, though. Now, psychologists will tell you because we are more complex that that's why. And Crian says that's exactly the opposite of it should be. We're more, more complex. It should be better, not worse, with more complexity and a higher brain size. Right. And so he says watch for certain things. Number one, he says if DNA is improving and you're going to carry the engrams of inheritance, not just chemical but other things, you are going to start walking sooner and here. You ready for this? How many times have we learned to read? Every time. Yeah. Why do we have to Every start time. again? What we have, why do we have to start again? So watch for children who are reading. Things literally within months of their birth. I've got a video. You can find it on YouTube. I didn't come prepared to give you the names of this, but kids who are reading things almost out of the womb, you know, at six, seven, eight right. months. Right. Yeah. And no training at all. They're remembering. And this is what science <laughs> says. As the DNA starts to work better, you're going to have not only that, but watch for better intuition. Watch for, and I even mentioned it, a time when maybe limbs can start to grow back because we're – we are stifled with that because the DNA is not working well. A starfish can grow back a limb, and we cannot. Uh, starfish is very simple. People will say, well, that's not a good example. Again, Crying says, you've got a more complex system. It ought to do it better, not right. worse. And so you here always we are say with something this. that just blows, me, like blows my head off my shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> so, that is so profound. So here we are. Watch for this. Walking sooner, doing things intuitively that we're taught over and over and over and over. Reading is okay. one. How about this? You have children are expected on a playground. To, one hits the other and the other one hits back. Then you get a fight. How right. many years does it take to realize that when you hit back, you're going to have a fight? And so watch for children on a playground situation, examining it totally different. Somebody hits them, and they look at it, and they, they analyze three steps beyond what's going to happen if they hit back and so forth, and just walk away. It, you know, this is not child behavior. It's a wisdom that comes through what? Experience. And that's the human nature we start to talk about. And that grows up to become peace on earth, by the way. So this is, this is the kind of thing that's practical. Crying says spiritual common sense that's what we're going to start to practice look at that's fascinating um i i wanted to ask you about i know one of the sessions that i had seen you talk about many years ago but was you you talked about various vortexes in the earth of where new energy comes and is that still the case are there is there certain areas of the earth where they're more conducive to yeah, you know in, in new our, energetic uh, systems coming We've got um, something new on the on the website called um, no, Nodes and Nulls. It's, um, I didn't come prepared to give you the, the minutiae of where to find all these things, but they are on. Uh, yeah, they're in my my uh, channels, um, my printed channels. One is called Nodes and Nulls of the Earth. They're actually listed. There's uh, 12 pair. It's Pleiadians left um, that have just been identified in the last year, year and a half. Um, they're they're in pairs. Three of the pairs have been identified. And in addition. We all know that there are places on the planet 
that have energies, and Crine starts to explain why. They're overlaps of the grid, some amplifying, some actually taking away, so they feel different. I mean, one classic one that is a trouble spot has been Bermuda Triangle, and that was, that's just where the grids come together in a way where they know one another, so nothing works, including the magnetic grid. Uh, and that, but you then also have the the vortals and and vortal is a vortex and a portal coming together over years, that's changed. Uh, Sedona. Um, if, if some people here, perhaps listening, would have gone to Sedona for the last 15 years, and maybe on and off, uh, because a lot of light workers do, and you will know that it's changed. It's changed a lot. Um, it used to be actually difficult. The first time I went there, I got sick, and now it's yeah. become uh, very very positive and feeling great. So the the vortex that it is has stopped spinning near to the degree. It's still there. It still spins a little, but it is not. It's now a vortal, and uh, it's very uh, soothing and powerful instead of being something that hits you in the face. And yeah. these things change because the planet is changing. So the planet is in our support. Everything, all of the grids, they work around us to support us. And this is the other thing, crime says it's time for you to see the system and not be thinking you're a victim to anything. Be actually, the, um, all of these grids that crime talks about, look at what we want and try to support us. So if we're, yeah. if we're out, you know, history of killing, on, killing each other by the thousands and finding out bigger bombs to kill more, you're going to have the grid system go, oh, they like to kill each other, and then you'll have all kinds of help, <laughs> including plagues and pandemics and <laughs> all of these things. And we haven't had one of those in a very, very long time, yet we have so many people on the planet now more than ever before. You'd think that if anything got started, it would be worldwide. And they've been... There have been three starts with nothing has happened. This is, I like to, I like people to look at the kinds of things most people don't look at. They surround themselves in a little bubble of fear and they never look around. They don't, they don't know the bigger picture. And if they did, they'd relax a bit because there's so much support for us. Yes. Waiting for us to come out of our shell and step forward and say, I believe this and I'm going to work with it, you know. What what do you think are um, maybe like the three key support systems that we have that we're not as aware of that? The three grids Brian talked about. about. And I, um, all this year, I am teaching the nine attributes of the human being. Anywhere you can see me, that's what I'm going to be teaching in 2014. And, oh, cool. uh, th- and there's a whole section of an hour and a quarter where I talk about the three major grids of the earth, the crystalline, the magnetic, and the Gaia. And those are the three support groups we have that most people don't even know how they work or what's going on. Um, and, and then some things that are very involved in our intuition, uh, helping us along, uh, waiting for us to understand that the brain does not create intuition. The brain is only responsible for, uh, it's a memory bank, helping you along so you don't make mistakes based upon the past, but it's not your intuitive engine at all. Synapse is not your intuition. That comes from the pineal, and that mm-hmm. is what we're having to start, start to use more and study. And, it's right there and always has been. Um, the innate of our body is another very, very important one. That's the smart body and that we don't have any contact with, so we have to muscle test. A person can, can have cancer growing in them and not know it. Just walk around whistling happy day until something hurts, you know. And right. Meanwhile, for months, uh, they've had the white, white blood cells racing to the problem where it's happening, red alarm bells going off at the cellular structure, whoop, 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 and they're just walking along. Well, there's a disconnect there. You've got to know there is. Um, why don't we know what's going on in our body? And mm-hmm. Crime says, because your DNA is not working well, and it's going to work better. Someday you'll all be medical intuitives of your own body. You'll know. You won't have to, you know, have tests to find this out. 
Well, that is called the innate. It is the smart body. Most people don't even know about it, uh, but it is very allied to the higher self, and it's ready to help too. So we're having a whole lot of information that's starting to be given to us yeah. that's very positive yeah. about our health, for instance, and our immune system uh, is another one. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be strengthened against the things that we're doing that we're so afraid of. Interesting. Do you think that the plant, like, um, I just got had a question come in about plant-based diets versus, um, you know, animal-based diets. Do you think that that has anything to do with our capacities to, um, you know, use our DNA to a better extent? I'll tell you the truth, and here's what Ryan says. Just recently, you're going to get a whole lot of stuff as this, that, this diet is better, this diet is better, whatever, and so what are we supposed to do? He said, the whole secret to your eating personally is that it's personal. It's in your account. <laughs> and what, what is it in your account that made you the healthiest and happiest in whatever society you were with, old soul? And, you know, if you've been here hundreds of times and, and uh, the United States, you live in the USA, you know that we've only been here a little while, you know you, you've been other places on this planet all over. There are diets you had, whether they were meat or plant-based, that agreed with your cellular structure, that your cellular structure is craving for, they're not getting in the States. It's, oh. re, it's rejecting um, uh, all the preservatives. It's rejecting everything that we freeze. It's rejecting, and so the, object, the, uh, the result is we get sick and some of us get big and all of this. I've lost 26 pounds the last year and a half, two years, and I did it through this process of crying who's saying, he said, ask your Akash what you want. And I want to tell you, I ate like an American. I loved potatoes and donuts and red meat and all these things. And when I was done, I still eat occasional meat, but I'm a salad and a soup guy. And I want to tell you right now, I don't want a donut. And this is, this is, this is what happened. I went right into my Akash, and, it's, and, and when I gave allowance for it to give me instructions, I got it. And then I started craving these things. Some people need to be vegetarian. Some people need to eat meat. Some people need to be in between. And your Akash knows it. All of these things on the planet are for us we've, um, to, to balance. But one of the newest things, and I just love it, is that if we start acknowledging our old soldom, we're going to acknowledge right. past lives. What if you were in, in India for 30 lives or in some place else in Asia where, they, where the diet was just so different? And now today you're an American and you're trying to look around on the shelves and the restaurants and just nothing is working for you and your health is deteriorating. You're trying to take drugs because you got cholesterol is high. Uh, and all of these things, that's all a symptom of the fact you're not eating what your body wants you to eat. And so the, the diets are good, but there's more to it than this. Watch for some intuitive diets that are going to start based upon what your kosh craves because of where you came from. That is what Crying is saying about what you should eat is personal. So you can't clump a bunch of people and say, this is your diet or this is your diet. It hasn't worked before either. I mean, whether it's your doses no. or blood types or whatever, they're all good information. But really, going in inside and finding out what your body wants you to eat is the key. Yes. And so do you, do you feel that that's access through meditation or just basically saying what, and then what, asking and then seeing what you're craving? How do it's you perceive yes. it, is, it is accessible through your innate. And this is the other thing. How best do you get in touch with your, your, yourself? Where did you come from and what did you do? I cried as even said, do you want to you get a prayer rug out and face a certain direction and pray so many times a day? If that works for you and that honors God and your body, that's what you should do. 
Mm-hmm. If you if you came from another society that doesn't have time for meditate and is five minutes a day or maybe only on Sundays, that's what you should do. What is it that honors how you feel about honoring the God within? And that's the other thing. So don't let anybody point to you and say somebody else's worship is wrong. Well, that right. is how you best feel about honoring the God inside. You know, it's, some of it's cultural. And you're not going to tell somebody they shouldn't do it anymore when they've always done it, and it makes them feel good about honoring God. And, and so when we get balanced, and here we are again, and not point at other people and say, you've got to do it my way, or this is wrong, or you don't have to meditate, I don't have to meditate, then you, get, you start getting in trouble because then you apply you know, some generic thing to everybody. So it should be personal and with balance and without judgment of anybody else. Let Do the thing that honors you the most. And innate then starts to talk to you, and you get in touch more and more with your own body when you realize, when the body sees you starting to turn a path of recognizing that you're talking to it every day. And, and you know, we look down at our bodies, Mari, and, uh, and we hope they work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's how we look at it. It's like we have no control. Right. We literally right. look down at our bodies and go, <sighs> <laughs> you know, so, so, right, 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 right. Yeah, and so what if instead, you know, you know what Bruce Lipton says, has said? It's just a medical school professor. Some of you yes. have heard him, and um, yes. I, I just he was my he's, my he's my buddy, and I had him in in uh, in Russia with us last year, and he's going to be part in June of uh, of our conference uh, we're having with Greg Braden and, and Bruce and, and I. And here's what his main message was when I first met him: is that as a medical school professor, he says the cells of the body are receptacles of listening. They have little antennas, and they're listening to what the consciousness of the brain, who is and the, inter, and the innate, is the boss, what they're saying. What do they want? And what we do is we look down at the body and we get afraid of it. What do you think that tells the cells? I'm afraid of getting fat. Okay, then we're fat. You know, it's just, right. this, this, is, this, is, this is it. If all of your cells are designed to listen. This is from a, a gun, medical school professor. But what are we telling them? So let's right. give them some messages <laughs> every day. What, a, what about um, one of the big things? I know that what, in one of your, your earlier um, programs, we had talked about Dr. Emoto and, and the structure, the molecular structure of water and structuring your water. I know structured water is a big deal now. People are talking a lot about that. What do you think about us... Um, Structuring the molecular structures of our food and you know, kind of commanding the food or doing, you know, working with our food and water supplies for structuring it to be in alignment with our own individual DNA. I love it. I would, my, my suggestion is, we, you know, Emoto showed us that consciousness can change structure of molecules. And any crystallization laboratory could have done his work uh, and seen the same thing. Um, many did not, because it was just too far-fetched to think that consciousness right. could change matter. For right. years, ever since I've, I started this, I've had people uh, blessing their food. You know, I think that's where uh, grace came from, if you want me to do right. I just want to say that, is everybody yes. looking at their food and blessing it to their bodies and all of these things. It, I think, is intuitive. The indigenous, I've always done it. If you take a look at yes. ceremony, uh, around the um, cultivation of food, the um, I mean, they even honor the animals that they have to kill and, and, and all of these things. They've been doing it the, the correct way because yeah. they know it. Yes, uh, I believe it. Now, here's the second part of it. Don't do it in a weird way and be real proud that you're strange. Because, <laughs> people, 
people people are not going to understand it. And then when when they ask you what you're doing, just say you're blessing your food. Pretty simple. Uh, if you're balanced, you will attract people who want to know more about being balanced. If you appear odd, they're not going to ask. <laughs> can it be even can it be any any straight more straightforward here? It's not our job. <laughs> it's not our job to be the strange uh, system on the planet. Do you know? Right. I want to show you how profound. I want to just toot our horn for a moment. The esoterics or New Age or whatever you want to call it. New Age sometimes. Uh, I don't use the word in Europe because it means cult. Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> but I use they use esoteric so just to stay away from the, the the idea. But listen to this for a moment. I travel the world. I go so many places on so many people, tens of thousands of people. Without a book, with, without a main book, without a prophet to worship, without any rules, I meet people who all believe pretty much the same thing, and it's intuitive, that we've been here before, there's a God inside, that the masters all told us the same thing, that we've had past lives, and that we are, that there's something happening on the planet. That, again, that's without organization or structure or anybody paying anybody or, or buildings or churches, uh, or again, or prophets or, or a, main, a main book like a Bible or something. We just don't have it. And yet we hang together. People look at this and say, you're nuts. I mean, because you don't have the structure, how can you possibly do this? And I'm, you know, I'm saying to the people who are listening here that we don't need the structure. We, we've got the rules inside, and they're the same rules. And this is what I want to tell you everywhere I go. I hear the same people giving me the same thing in so many different languages. Maybe it's a Russian or Bulgarian or, or Japanese or something. They, they feel it. They know it on their own. It just tells me a lot that we're on the right track. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, I, I love I love chatting with you because I can ask all these questions that cross my mind <laughs> on my daily travels, and it's like, oh, you all know something about that, and you do. You know, like, what what don't you know something about? Tell us. Oh my God! Come on, <laughs> dancing. That's, dancing. You don't know uh, cook, uh, uh, cooking. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, I'm okay. giving it away. Well, you're never home to cook. You're never home to cook. Look, I'm um, married to cry, and everybody knows it. And so I'm dysfunctional to the max when it comes to some very ordinary things that uh, a guy like me should know. And um, so, so I just careful not to show it. Uh, you're you're phenomenal. You're phenomenal. Well, I know I know that um, we're we're coming close on time, and I wanted to know: is there anything? Um, in particular that you really want us to know that, you know, words of wisdom for this group because, you know, you can feel the energy. I know you can feel the energy. I want want the group to know that the veil is lifting here and the the sun is coming out. I want them to temper their fear a little bit. Be circumspect. It's not happening all at once. But um, temper your fear and understand that you should try some things perhaps that didn't work and don't be afraid of to try them again. Go slow. Uh, but it's this is we're the ones who are going to make the difference uh, on this planet, and we're not going to have. I mean, we're not going to convert the planet. Um, can I just say this? This is. Thank gonna, you. Please say it again. We're not yeah. going to convert the planet. This is the the the, the, the religions of. The beautiful religions, based upon the love of God on this planet, regardless of what you think of them, are all going to start having a higher integrity and are going to get through their their issues too. And and you know, take a look at the new pope. Do you know that Crime gave the prediction about the pope in 2012? 
you're going to get a new pope soon. I mean, you can see it in my writing. It's just posted, and then we did. And he said, this guy is going to bring the church to, uh, you know, it's going to start a revolution. And he already has. Um, you know, he's circling his wagons and changed the, the Roman Catholic Curia, is the one who makes the rules, is actually afraid of him because he's asking questions like, you know, um, well, how can we get rid of the, the bad priests? I mean, you know, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and another question, is there any way we could have some priests perhaps in, in certain areas marry? And, is there, and so, you, you know, when you're having a problem in your marriage, you can go to a marriage counselor who actually was married, which is a concept that hasn't happened yet there. And other things that start to make sense. We're starting to see spiritual common sense. It's going to strengthen their, their church. What our job is as old souls on this planet is to show people balance. And whether they end up in, in uh, going to church and, and calling themselves this or that, they're going to find the love of God in their own way. And we're, this is what we do. We, we, we strike a match in a dark room and people can see uh, around them better and make decisions better. And that's what our job is. And it's not to convert anybody and, and bring them into our meetings or give them a cryon book or any of those things. It's right. just to show them balance. You know, one um, of my favorite guys is Jesus because uh, that's my culture, okay? And so when you, take a, when you take a look at, this is before Christianity. This was just Jesus. Yeah. And as he walked around, and what did, you know, when you look what he did. And he, people just loved to be with him, not just because he fed them when he could. Right, right, right. He just liked <laughs> And he said, I'm the son of God and so are you. This is the God inside. I right. mean, if you right. start looking at the things that he taught, this is mastery. You're going to find it in all of the masters, all, different words. But you're right. going to find all the masters had the same kind of a thing. Pieces within you, now go share it with the planet. And it's, again, I'll say it. When you're with a peaceful, balanced person, all is well. You know, you don't, your guard is not up. What if... More people will like that. Uh, how would you feel? And more people and more people and more people, just because you decided to, to be more balanced and be an example. Uh, let your testimony be how you act around uh, difficult things. Let people see how you act uh, without a label that says you're New Age. Well, I, I know that we're talking about peace and balance, but I just got the hit to ask you. <laughs> this is, this is Did so, you? you know, I'm like, oh, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna leave soon. I've got to get this last question in. Um, Obama. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> the election. My friend Joan, and I see her on the line. I know she's listening, and she's like, like your biggest, hugest, most fantabulousest fan. And I, and she's been harassing me already. I said, do you know we already we are, we have two years before this election. She's already all over it. So what's happening? <laughs> What's what do you th- I know Obama is not coming back. We know this. But what do no. you think about the U.S. government? Where we're going? First of all, let's talk about Obama because, uh, not in non-political ways because crime doesn't get political. He says politics is right. our karma. We, we, right. we vote for them and we put them in and then we watch. There is a, um, uh, first of all, Klein called him an indigo a long time ago or a partial indigo, which means that he would okay. be a system buster. And going in, that's exactly what he said he would be. And, uh, and what happened is you see, surrounded with the old guard, he, he, there was actually was a tempering of the things that he wanted to do into what you see now. What you're seeing in here, in, in my opinion, is a struggle between the consciousness of a man who wanted to do A and advisors who told him not to. And so he, he is a, a product right now of a struggle between an old and a new energy. That's why it looks the way it looks. The, the new election coming up, don't put, don't put, um, Labels on 
on who is going to be there or what their party affiliation is to, and then make a decision of what's going to happen on this country. Because people change. We've even had in politics over the last 200 years a total flip between what the party, the, the platforms of the particles, the particles, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, the parties believe. If you've noticed, you know, what Democrats became yeah. Republicans. and so, so this all switches around. One, uh, if you're going to elect a new president, Cryan said, look for a compromiser. Look for somebody oh. experienced in compromising. Because the idea is to get things done, not to get the things you want done. And so what you saw in Europe, the unbelievable of trying to put together a collection of countries, give them uh, uh, one currency they've never seen before, depending no, no matter what, whether they have strong or weak currencies and all, it's just an impossible task, and yet they did it. And that is kind of a model for us as Americans. We may weaken time to learn from others. We need a compromising, wise president, male or female, who can look at things and and ride a fence so that they get things done and the country moves forward. This is what Krein said, look for a compromiser and not for somebody with, that's going to blast through with ideas necessarily that you want because it's your party. Mm-hmm. Look for somebody who is known for their compromising, and that would be an experienced person. Uh, do you think that person exists? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we may not know their name, yeah. and we might. And I also believe in the synchronicity of things happening when they should. Mm-hmm. The appearance of uh, politicians may be taken out through, through in the next two years that we think are going to be players because you start to see who they really are right. because of things that happen. And, and you never know when that's going to happen. And then others may appear that are, right. um, that are better. So anything can happen. But look for unexpected benevolent change. You be... Unexpected benevolent change, and that will help the economy too. It will very slowly. Yeah, it will. Yeah, awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you. You know, I mean, just like a fantabulous, energetic state of the union. <laughs> <with you. laughs> well, uh, it's not the state oh, of the union; it's the state of the earth. Is uh, state of the earth as consciousness? Yes. Yeah. It's just—it's just been amazing. I love hanging out with you. It's so much fun, such a treat. Well, and, I, um, I like people have called me the Pollyanna Channel and all of the things because I just there's no bad news, and, that, and that's never been the case. Crying has always warned against the dark energy that will flail back at you and try yeah, to make you lose yeah, your balance, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's always there. It's just that yeah. we're stronger right now than we've ever been before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to just um, can you repeat your site so that people can because there's no special offer, you guys. But this 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 is our special bonus. This is just just for you, <laughs> purely for your information to go forward. What's the site that they can uh, learn? Listen to all your channeling. I tell you, I, I want you to. I would love everybody just to check it out. Cryon.com is going to bring you to a front page that nobody's ever seen. If you haven't been to my site before, nobody has a front page like this. It is the simple, <laughs> simplest site to navigate. Uh, that I've ever seen. It looks like an iPhone. There's just little things you touch, and you can go so many places, and almost everything on the site is free. The only thing it isn't free is if you want to buy something in our store, and that oh, you right. have to go there. To, you know, we don't we don't slam you with emails or anything else. So there's it's a very friendly, benevolent site. Excellent. So go to the friendly, benevolent cryon k r y o n dot com. Right. 
Excellent. Excellent. And this this will be up on our replay page and, and Lee I'll send you a I'll to send you a copy of this so you can put it up on your site as well. This has been a wonderful, 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 wonderful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And you're always invi- invited back. <laughs> if you get any kind of good information, you call me so you can come back and hang with us again. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, okay, everybody. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, right. everybody. Take care now. Have a great, great, great rest of your day. Take care.